When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV on YouTube, and you. Hello, I'm Jeff. That is Tom. Good to be with you. Jacksonville will host the Packers and the Saints in week one due to the storm. Um, you've had other NFL news as uh, some guys are going to miss time, obviously. And uh, one of those guys, I mean, we're all getting into it now. It's It's about go time, and whether it's college or pro, we're looking to Find the edge. Find out who's who's doing what. Sad to see for the Vikings that tight end Irv Smith is uh, done, probably for the year. That is uh, not a good injury. Uh, he had surgery, meniscus tear. Uh, a lot of guys actually put on the IR over the last forty-eight hours. Mm. Could be an interesting season for Mike Zimmer in Minneapolis. I don't know how that's going to go. Well, remember when we went back and we were naming coaches that could end up on the hot seat and what the odds were, and I said to you, Zimmer, so you, oh, you yeah. concurred that yeah, his biscuits are burning. <laughs> in college, it's t- I really it's funny because right off the bat you would say perhaps Nebraska's got a candidate, but I don't. I actually don't think so. I actually think that's why Scott Frost was comfortable in coming out and admitting that they schemed against the long, wrong look in practice. He knows he's not going anywhere. That's $20 million they owe him. Okay, so here's a question the ultimate for kiss you. my ass on Main Street. Within the state of Florida, who is in more danger or who is in closer proximity to being in trouble, Dan mm-hmm. Mullen or Manny? I don't think either one of them. Uh, I, I don't. Dan Mullen, because the mm-hmm. Bull Gators don't like him, uh, but it's not because of the results. I mean, he's won games, and right. he does win games, and they'll win again this year. They're not going to be terrible. But if things fell apart and they won, let's say they lost four or five games, Any you could t- see where it, it really heats up really fast because they don't like him. Yes, that's correct. He's, he's a doofus. He's a doofus. He says and acts 
foolishly on the regular. I mean, he says things that are foolish and acts foolishly on the regular. Uh, it, it's he's funny to look at. I, I he's just, got great dance moves, though. <laughs> you know, guy. While we're looking at our schedule, and you just go through teams, it has been the strangest thing. Scott Satterfield is a guy that you know. At the time he was hired, everybody thought universally that was lauded as a good hire, and I understood why. But any coach that openly admits that they've looked at, entertained the idea of, perhaps met with people at other schools about their job, well, that that's a problem. That is a problem. Generally speaking, the school that hires you and pays you millions of dollars frowns upon that. They're not happy with that. They don't need much of a reason from that point forward because you've just shown them very clearly, I might add, that you're not all that committed to their particular school, which they happen to love. I wonder if Mark Ennis is writing a book. Because he should. He should. You think about what Between that athletic... Chris Mack and yes. Patino and, and Scott Petrino. Satterfield, Satterfield and Patrino's face rash. Yeah, man. I mean, it's... you would think if you chase Patino and, and the road rash the image just popped <laughs> in my head. Thank you. <laughs> the neck brace. <laughs> it got Matthew, too. But you'd think if you chase Patino and Patrino out of the building, mm. a lot of trouble goes away. No, And no. yet it hasn't. Welcome in more trouble. <laughs> that's right. Well, you look at what it's I born mean, Papa from. Papa John. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Look at it, what it's born from, right? This, this unquenchable desire to be, to matter in football, to matter in in big-time athletics and to spend gobs of money in order to get there, ignoring one's character completely in order to win games. I've had over 40 pizzas the last 30 days. (laughs) The problem is he said the day of reckoning is coming, and then we had a pandemic about eight months later. Well, let me tell you something. I've often thought how funny it must have been in the the few seconds after (laughs) – Petrino went flying off the road into the ditch uh, in the motorcycle with the chick flying from the back and just how quickly he had to pop up and begin to try to put the pieces together before they were found out, right? Like, he's not worried that she just got slung off a bike that he had to lay down a ditch. He's like, what do I do next? Uh, he's like, you're not dead, are you? Okay, good. Listen, you got to go. You got to get out of here. You're bleeding from your face. Shut up. You got to run. Run into the weeds. Go. Get away from here. This is <laughs> the best photo of that situation. You remember the photo of, um, oh, I forget, Mangini, Mangino. Fat Mangino? Yeah. yeah the, <laughs> that, looked okay. like the, that looked like the orange? Yeah. Well, no, he was standing next to next Obi to, the orange. Yes, he looked like and the Obi's orange. And Obi's like, uh, yeah. like uh, Obi's eyes. The, the <laughs> yeah. way the photo presents is like Obi's nervous. That's the exact expression in Petrino's eyes in that press conference where he's got the neck brace on. He's, like, looking around like, is anybody buying this? Secretly, you know how good a – I mean, very quietly. It's not secretly at all. Very quietly, you know how great a coach he had to have been? Oh, Petrino? No. Mangino's fat ass. Well, Kansas, yeah. Think about it. Orange Bowl. Never before or since. Have they mattered in any way, shape, or form? And while that dude was there... His acumen was on the level with his size. Yeah, he was a sizable talent. Quite literally, he was a sizable talent. Had to have been. And then all over a parking spot, wasn't it? He got into trouble. Is that what it was? Yeah, he got into trouble about a parking spot. Those kinds of stories crack me up. I always love this. I think he got into a fight. He might have... 
He might have hit somebody. I, I, I'm going to have to go find this. Well, that was Tom Cable. No, no, no. No, Tom Cable hit people on the regular. Yes, he did. He, yes, he did. He was forever hitting people. He hit assistant coaches yeah, just, in meetings. Yeah. Like, and you know what stinks about that is that's a big dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, he he didn't just hit men. I, I think that was the problem. Well, I think later on oh, we there found it that is. out. Yeah, Matthew just put up the photo of Mangino. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well yeah. done, director. Look at that guy. <laughs> I hope he's looking at him like, well, right. Well, those eyes yeah. are the same as Bobby's when he was in the brace. Like, uh, oh, that's correct, uh, James. I think who was the Browns coach that looked like me? That's uh, Eric, Eric Mangini. Mangini. That yeah, was Eric yeah. Mangini. That was him. And he did. And <laughs> he did. Even my wife was like, he looks just like you. Yes. yes. Mangini does. And I think if Seth Rogen shaved his head and the facial hair, you'd actually look really? a lot alike. Yes. Yes. I've never. I, I'm going to have to go look at that now. I had never. Yep. It would work. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I do. Uh, I, <laughs> I will say that uh, – this is the stuff that makes us love the soap opera of college football. It's like these guys are a cast of characters that temporarily fill roles in this great sport. Uh, and I feel that the sadness that kind of surrounds college football with the way that it's gone in the last number of years really is derived from, yes, the money changed things, I got you, but it resembles too much of a professional sport. And NFL football lacks these characters they you know there aren't that many of those guys and the college game is getting further and further away from it as it resembles more and more professional football. yeah but the professional game finally is not homogenous when it comes to offensive structure Correct. And philosophy yeah it changed in the right way the nfl kicked college football's butt last year product for product and i wouldn't say that maybe but twice in maybe the last 15 years but the nfl had a great year last year for well, watchability yeah and we're pretty inclined to go with college because we like college football Agreed. normally uh, a lot, right? But uh, for years, it was a, that was a laughable question. Absolutely laughable. What's more enjoyable, Saturdays or Sundays? It was always Saturdays. Last year, I think COVID, of course, had a lot to do with it. But last year was the first time where I'm like, unequivocally, I can't wait for Sundays. And Saturdays are just like, I don't know what the hell to do. Turned out to be a glorious wait on Sundays because uh, most of those Sundays – Featured a team that would go on to win, yeah, world champion. That helps. Lombardi Trophy. That helps. Yeah. But I mean, that AFC West division was awesome. The Green Bay storyline was great. And then Dalvin Cook. Remember when he went into Lambeau and he set records for scrimmage yards? I mean, like every week something wild was happening. Hopefully that's college football again, and hopefully it starts on Saturday because that slate is juicy on Saturday. It is juicy on uh, Saturday, and this this should be. Obviously, not just a return to, to normal for us as college football fans, but I think an interesting year. I, I think if you get outside the group that we annually project, rightfully so, unfortunately, whether that is Ohio State, Alabama, or Clemson, I actually think that once you get beyond that, it gets intriguing because the fourth team might very well be Georgia, might very well be Oklahoma, and there may be two or three other candidates to the, be that four. The three are the three. They've recruited so exceptionally well. They're so loaded. I think that's why Georgia fans are so frustrated because if you just look at recruiting rankings, Georgia should be one of those ones that you typically in-pin right amongst that group that are automatic. Even if they were to lose say, in the SEC championship game, that Clemson game affords them that opportunity, though, that previous seasons haven't always. That's what I mean for Georgia. It feels like there's more on the line for them this year than typical because, and in that game specifically, 
Clemson's obviously won national championships. Hell, Clemson has gone, sadly, to six consecutive college football playoffs since it started. They're in. That's it every year. So that's they don't have much to prove. Whereas Georgia, we we still wait, and they you know they've had some tough luck, but they have they has they have as much talent, I dare say, as everybody but maybe Alabama, and even then it's debatable yeah, it's because be, of the recruiting. They're relatively close. The depth is there. The depth is certainly there. The top end talent, maybe not, but it's close enough. You're talking about trench depth. They've got it in spades. The thing, I don't know. The thing about this week is I'm excited about watching the Saturday slate. It's going to feel normal. It has felt normal. I think part of it is because the crowds are going to be there again and you feel those atmospheres, which is so important in the college game. For us, I'm looking forward to our game. I am. I think it's going to be a hell of a game considering the history between Freeman and Norvell. What can he do to piece things together? There's freedom and fun in that type of a storyline. But I'm still kind of jaded from last year where when I wake up on Sunday, before we have to do the pregame show at 4 o'clock, I'm nervously going to be looking for releases from the school. Like, is everybody going to? Is everybody good? Everybody going to play? Mm-hmm. Are there whispers about this guy might not be available? I'm still worried well, about that. We have not gotten far enough away yet, and we have not announced officially the 85 percent threshold. Right to, to where you. I know what he said. That's yeah. kind of a non-statement, but anyhow, that's correct. But but one of the things that I'll tell you is that uh, I will be nervous about that too. But I also already know whether or not we're good to play or not any given weekend, there are going to be wild rumors. Until that's made an official announcement, there are going to be wild rumors. There's one this week already that originated, I think, on a UF message board. Oh, wow. uh, somebody somebody alerted me to it earlier today, and it's centered around Florida State's running back room. And, you know, you're going to get that until... Again, you, from a UF message board, just in case somebody clicked on in that moment. Yeah, yeah. no, but it... it well, and, and I'm not even going to get into what the rumor was, because it was just a rumor, and I'm really not allowed to talk about personnel, uh, even though I was at practice today. I can make general observations, but uh, I think we're good. You know, I think we're good, but but this is what's going to happen. And so you're always going to have reason to be on edge, because you're going to wake up hearing these things about a lot of teams, including teams we may or may not be interested in outside of Florida State on oh, a given Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah, from from a gambling perspective, sure, you got to keep your eyes on those things. And maybe there's a game you wouldn't have touched that you might immediately if you can get on it fast enough, but it's just that defense mechanism that goes up like a can we play this in a fair way, meaning our roster against your roster because we're so thin in certain positions. You don't need this to be the reason you're thin on a given Saturday, no. or in this, or in the opener's case, a Sunday night. You don't need that to be the reason. That would just suck. Like, if you had a linebacker or two go down, right, and you learned on Sunday morning that the whispers are out there, the report's going to come out in two hours. Like, damn it, man. I'm still afid of that damn it man moment. Redemption, I'm, we're here. We're present. I'm where my feet are. This is true. But tomorrow can't get here soon enough. I have discovered any number of things during the breaks of this show that have me excited to circle and showcase a few. Is that right? Tomorrow. We may go over 10 tomorrow. I've, ooh. We may go over 10 games uh, on a Redemption All Thursday right. tomorrow. Yeah. This, this side of the glass is happy to hear I'm this. I'm starting to feel a little froggy. You I've, know, I've, I've come across some information. Maybe Matthew should, uh, during the breaks, let the video feed go live with no audio as you're explaining your picks so people can see that there's just words being spoken. Wisdom. Nuggets of wisdom. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to want to hear it. First thing I'm going to do when we go to break, <laughs> well, I'm going to slide in there and say, what have you learned? 
I think the well, I'll tell you something. I got one right now that I feel good about, uh, and I'll probably put it up on the uh, College Sportsbook YouTube channel. We'll probably put it up on the College Sportsbook YouTube channel, Tom. So it will be something that you can uh-huh. find uh, early on here. Way to monetize it, not just with the bet, yeah. but with you know yeah. your just job. A little little bit of a uh, little bit of content for the kids midweek. We're all looking for it. I'm not just conjuring this up out of thin air. There's some things that I feel good about and want to let everybody in on it's it's a tough task though you know bottom line is you got to get out there and talk to people you got to let them know early in the season they should tread lightly that's all of us that's generally a good idea you got off to a roaring start that's by the, the worst way. thing though you got to make sure that you don't parlay that into uh over the bravado it's been beaten out of me in previous seasons tom texted me this past weekend and said i don't know if this is good or bad but i'm off to a great start and he presented me with the evidence and i was like no man you never shy away from Thumping your chest a little bit if you have an undefeated weekend. That's correct, but don't get careless and, oh, and use no, that you as a can't reason. Oh, no, just willy-nilly point yeah. at a game and go, I got the right side. Yeah, you that's, gotta have that's it. correct. I'm on a heater. Who cares? <laughs> you can't do that. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chat TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Jeff Kimmer, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Friday will be at Horizons Bar and Grill. You want to swing by, that begins at 5.30. Saturday, the big party as well for the fan appreciation, listener appreciation party. Uh, Saturday, beginning at 2 o'clock, Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, Appalachie Parkway. Come one, come all, but the first 200 get the, the shirts. It's a good-looking shirts, by the way. Yes, they are. They've got the vintage look to them. It's the mustard with the old-school darkish yeah. garnet. Yeah. Thanks to Garnet and Gold, obviously, for handling those. They did a spectacular they job. They sure did. I'm excited uh, about that. I love working with them. We have off and on for a very long time over the years, so there's uh, it's always exciting when you have another situation like that where we're able to get those shirts, and they produce them, and we celebrate together. It's nice to have fun partners who, who want to help out and uh, support the program, and Metro Deli is another one of those who supported us every step of the way. They've got the koozies ready to go. Those came in this morning. So, again, first 200 folks, you're going to get a T-shirt and a koozie. And then the first 50 WarChant.com subscribers are going to get a gift bag replete with a lot of uh, goodies, including a WarChant tumbler that you can use for your tailgating on Sunday. I'm trying to uh, avoid the trap of liking every game I see. You know, I was just looking again at the uh, slate for the weekend. I actually do think, though, just in terms of the game slate, now I'm not talking about gambling now, although I do have to avoid that trap as well. Um, I, I think there are a lot of – I can't remember a time, maybe it's just because we're eager, where I could I could point to, I don't know, 10 games in a weekend that I find fascinating that will tell us a bit of a story for the rest of the year. Because I think there are a lot of interesting – Stories. Uh, one of them has been, and I've talked about this. What is LSU? 
You know, last year that was one of the teams that I cited as having been greatly affected by COVID. And we saw it with their defense being at times historically bad, despite having good players. It didn't make a lot of sense. So you couldn't chalk it up to anything other than that. But then they also had all the -the off-the-field problems and a coach that we don't trust, frankly. We really don't. So what are they? And, you know, on the one hand, you'd say just in terms of depth of overall talent, that game against UCLA, UCLA shouldn't be much of a game. Clearly Vegas disagrees, and there's a hunch that I had that UCLA will give them a game. Although, I thought quarterback play for UCLA last week in a blowout win over Hawaii was questionable. Uh, they didn't really need to throw it around. They didn't really have to be good at that position because they ran for almost 250 yards compared to the 46 or whatever it was that Hawaii ran for. You know, it was it was over before it started. But he, Dorian's going to have to be better in that game if UCLA is going to upset LSU. There's another one, and this isn't a power program by any stretch of the imagination. Maybe it was briefly once upon a time. But I want to see Friday night, North Carolina, Virginia Tech. I do too. It's two fingers to my eyes, right? Wouldn't that qualify for Justin Fuente? You guys have those guys ready to play? Any place that has sort of controversy, laying in the wings, that has been, you know, supplanted by talk that things are well from the person involved in the controversy, that's where the games come into play because they tell you the truth, not those words. Not what's said on ACC Media Day, not what's said to a reporter after practice. We'll see. Do they play hard for him? Are they still locked in? Do they care? Because if they do, a lot of people have that game circled as a potential upset. It, yeah, it could be. Like I, I'm not big on North Carolina. We actually talked about this yesterday in the War Chant Report during our, our picks part of the show. I'm not big on North Carolina. I just I think dysfunction is raging in Blacksburg. So I don't know what to expect. Because will they play hard for him? A lot of kids have already said no. A lot of kids have already said no. I don't want to play for this guy. Yeah, the other teams that we get a glimpse of, and it begins early noon on Saturday, guys. Tune into that Penn State Wisconsin game. Two top twenty teams, big battle in the Big Ten, and I, and I think question marks surround both teams, in particular Penn State. So, you know, Franklin has also flirted with other opportunities, and I think a lot of people look at that and wonder: Did that have anything to do with the poor start a year ago? Was it injury? Was it COVID? Was it all of it? Yeah, tough to know. It's been a roller coaster there. It seems like Penn State has come a long way in terms of uh, repairing from where it was about a year or two ago to now. Aren't they killing it on the recruiting trail right now? They're, Franklin's he, having well, a he killer can re- class. He can recruit. He's a good recruiter. Yeah, I mean that's when we entertained the idea of bringing him to Tallahassee. That one of the things that people got excited about was his ability to recruit. But that tells me that the negative recruiting going on around his region and by his rivals is not enough for people to be scared off saying yes to James Franklin. So well, there's got to be something good going on in that building because if there are whispers around a program, an Ohio State or somebody else in the Big Ten can pick on Penn State in that situation and the kids will stay away because the they see it is, themselves. The problem is in that conference, the same way it is in the ACC, even though the ACC is the worst conference right now, it's Ohio State and everybody else. The, the rest of these teams are playing and battling for second place. They're not really in the same league, and that's the way it is in the ACC with Clemson, and then there's just everybody else fighting desperately for that second spot or for the right to go get their head kicked in by Clemson in the ACC championship game. So, you know, in the ACC, that battle really is firmly at the feet of North Carolina and Miami. I don't think we really are projecting anybody else, unless Virginia Tech has righted the ship. 
Yeah, yeah you can't hard, bank right? on you that. No, you can't bank. If on I that. just got done saying I don't think they want to play for them. So the yeah. noon, so the noon games. Uh, you know, if you want to watch Oklahoma trounce Tulane, be my guest. But instead, probably watch that Penn State Wisconsin game. Other things that I'm curious about, which. Others might not find interesting, but Kansas State's back to being really physical and running the ball. They play Stanford, who wants to play the same way. These are two teams looking in the mirror. Uh, it's a it's a throwback football game of offensive lines and and running back depth. So I kind of like smash smash mouth football. I kind of like to watch teams. I, I think Kansas State will win that game, but I'm interested to see is that a is that a seventeen fourteen type game? What what are we looking at there? I, I think it'll be an old school physical game. It's something that's uh, it's again it's on the noon slate that I find fairly interesting. Uh, Oregon, I want to watch them play Fresno State. Everybody's in love with Oregon, but you know I have a a little little something on somebody else in the Pac twelve. So I kind of want to get a that's glimpse correct. of what Oregon is. Not in the same division, but yes, if you you didn't play that other somebody for the whole Pac twelve title, did you? Well, I got really good odds on that, so it's a little pizza money uh, over right, there. But the right. main bet was the Pac twelve South, right? In that particular conference, Utah, by the way, uh, USC is playing San Jose State. I got a hunch on that one. Given what I saw out of San Jose State's defense, I'm not. Everybody's going to talk about San Jose State's offense, and it's good. It's good. Who's everybody? <laughs> people out west. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. out west and people who like to have the uh, the conversation about, well, who else is out there? Well, they've got a pretty good all. This could be the first time they've gone over right, 500 back-to-back right. -back years since the 90s. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. I heard those talking points as I was up late on Saturday. But it was only 13 and a half or 14 points earlier this week. USC only had to lay that many against the defense. It's pretty bad. So, is USC, once again, wholly overrated, or are they going to take advantage of a bad defense? Well, I will tell you this. The people that would would be most interested in whether or not USC was any good or not are the fine folks in Ames. Because Iowa State's Coach Campbell has been the name you hear most in the offseason every single year to leave a place like Iowa State and go to a place like USC or a Big Ten school. So he would prefer a Big Ten, but can he leave and go get a big time job? There's a there's a level that, you know, you're hitting your head against the ceiling at Iowa State. And so the thought being like, you've probably done enough, sir. Remember when I used to do this uh with, with certain coaches? Uh I did it a while ago with Mark Stoops. And it, when when Kentucky had what was it, a eight, nine win season, whatever it was, I said, Mark, you gotta take it on down the road, baby. It ain't gonna get any better than that. That's what you can. That's about all you can do there. It's you gotta go. You gotta get while the getting is good. He wanted this gig. Well, it didn't happen. He, he would have left. He would have left for here. Job. Go, <laughs> go find your way out of Kentucky, baby, because you're not gonna do any better than that season you had a couple years ago. It's not gonna get any better. Um, <laughs> and I think that uh, Matt Campbell's the same way at Iowa State. Like if USC is down and they don't look good again this year. He may be the next coach at USC. They'll be watching very closely because Iowa State, the Cyhawk, that game the is going to The Cyhawk trophy. The Cyhawk, Tom. That game is between two top 15, two top 20 teams. That's going to be like a, a big game Who nationally. is winning the Cyhawk? <laughs> Did Matt Campbell do it again? I could picture, well, he never does. He, Iowa beats them. So, I mean, that's. Uh, well, my job is to call the Knowles. <laughs> Picture of Gene running to get Krispy Kreme donuts. Who's winning the Cyhawk? Asking that question yeah. to the person at Krispy <laughs> yeah. Kreme. They're like, what? As he's running over, yeah. What are you talking about? Hey. You know the Cyhawk Who's trophy. Who's winning the Cyhawk? Left or right on your radio dial. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV.
I feel like you guys probably ask for this every week. And we have to stretch it out and, and kind of delay until we feel like it's it's time to do the final installment. And today is that day. Just like yesterday or Monday, I gave you the Cat 5 for Sunday. We, we've heard your calls for this. I know it is one of the more eagerly anticipated segments that we have every single year. We do it, what, four times? Yeah, four or five. I think we, we were on the lower half of the spectrum this year because, you know, we changed places. Well, admittedly, let me just tell you that when we do this, I about yank the headphones off my face here just now. Um, well, I'm excited too, buddy. Good God. I wire, can't wait for this segment. Wire got tangled in my feet. You know, that's something that uh, is big that you never want to have be big, and that is my feet. I have never been happy about having big feet. I hate it. Pisses me off. Just thought I'd tell you that. I, I've had big feet since eighth grade, and they get in the damn way all the time. I used to think it was like a, a prideful thing. It's just annoying. You know why I like that you have bigger feet for somebody your size? It's ridiculous. You got Deion Sanders shoes. That's why. I did get Deion Sanders shoes. That's correct. Well, people he, don't uh, quite know that story. And he I was got, yeah, none too pleased. He wasn't happy about it. And that makes me smile. Yeah. No, well, it's weird. I wear 13 and a half, 14, depending. And, and I'm th- so sorry you couldn't get free shoes when you came back to Florida State, <laughs> Deion Sanders. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, it's Jesus. ridiculous. I, it makes me angry, though. These feet are annoying. Okay, so the point is that well, they about just undid my headphones. Uh, that's why I got mad at them, and it occurred to me again. I'm like, damn you, big feet. Uh, all right, here we go. It's time for wins and losses, W's and L's, if you would, sir. W's Wins. All right, all right, all right. How you doing? Losses. Damn it! We lost. We fucking super lost, man. Where do we try? Where doth thou fall? That particular utterance is so well done by him. That is, it's a, it's one of my favorites, and he says it with conviction. <laughs> and we both like to say that when we're angry. Like at the top of our oh level. yeah, that's a good one. Like nobody bellows out, "Gosh mm. darn it!" Mm. in the woods of these Tallahassee golf courses better than you, buddy. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody bounces that sound. You've heard, you've heard of it echoing r- off roofs. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! I've seen you kind of cringe, recoil, yes. look away. Like okay, I mean, that happened. Somebody in the winter will be doing leaf blowing. Goes like. <laughs> And then, and then you hear, because somebody heard it over the leaf blower. Yeah, no, it, it'll, it's been known. What was that? It's an instant reaction. I mean, I know certainly that that is either dead left or dead right. Uh, that sir, is, that was a double cross. Yeah. Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you you keep, <laughs> keep on leaf blowing. You're fine. A little over the top move right there. I've been trying to get rid of that over the top move. That's why I'm over there off to the right. I'm a little, a little frustrated, as you might have told been uh, indicated by the uh, utterance a moment ago at the top of my lungs. Meanwhile, like you're just looking straight ahead. Just incredible volume control to defeat a leaf blower, though. That's that's a tough one to beat. Here we go. Notre Dame, September the 5th, this Sunday night, 7.30 on ABC. Bobby Bowdenfield, Doak Campbell Stadium, 0-1. Loss. I agree. 
but I wouldn't be floored. My jaw would not be on the floor uh, no, if we said, won. Yeah, if we do the varying degrees, yeah, I, I wouldn't. It's not a unwinnable game the way Clemson is. Now that's a post-game show to do if Woo! we score the upset. Man. You and Gene will be doing the post-game on War oh, Chant man. TV, and all of a sudden you're like, Jeff, pull your pants up if you're going to join us. <laughs> what? If we pulled the upset. <laughs> I was thinking about the colors of the certain comments because people are oh, feeling no, loose. No. no, I was talking about joining you on set oh, and no. celebratory mode. Here's a tip. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. post-game show I'm uh, talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking about celebration. 0-1, September the 11th, Doak Campbell Stadium, 8 o'clock on the famed ACC Network. Bobby Bowden Field, Jacksonville State, win. One and one. 500, and it feels so good. Oh, baby. On pace to go to a bowl. One and one. Do you recognize this theme? This is ABC from the from the time you were in college. 89 to 93. Yeah, I don't really think about it. Uh, uh, I, I think I caught the very beginning, and yeah, I, yeah, but yeah. this part of it, I don't think we ever got to the. No. Take it to the bridge. I don't think we got there. Uh, with the crazy flutes. Get him at Wake Forest. Winston, Get him, Van Morrison. <laughs> Winston Salem, three thirty p.m. ABC. Snuggy Hill invites Florida State to take on the Demon Deacons. Win. There you go. Two and one, baby. The Knolls squeak out a victory, twenty-seven twenty-four, and take it on back to Tallahassee. Above 500 at 2 and 1, feeling better about themselves. Oh, we're already. taking that hill. We are taking Take that, that damn hill. hill. It is a dub. Light fire to that hill. Dubsky. Okay, no, I don't know about all that. Well, yeah, that's a little aggressive. Yeah. It's oh, a dubski, though. Yep, yeah, 2 and 1. Come on home. Satterfield's flirting with South Carolina. They catch him yet again. He was texting late. Florida State takes down Louisville. Doe Campbell Stadium, Bobby Bowden Field to 3 and 1 go the Knolls. That is an honest to goodness winning streak right there. Woo! You're two and zero oh in ACC play, and you spank Louisville. Return the favor for what they did to us last season. Notre Dame long in the rear view, three and one Knowles. Jump to next week. We're entering the month of October. Was that a football wind? Did I just feel a football wind on a Saturday, October the second against Syracuse? Maybe fleetingly. Only if you're up early. Dope Campbell Stadium, Bobby Bowden Field, TBA on the game time against Syracuse, who may not win a game this year in conference. Syracuse is back. Back to being Syracuse. Look out, Syracuse. That Ohio game could get you. October the 2nd, Florida State wins again. That win streak is a real win streak. It's a four-game win streak, ladies and gentlemen. The Knowles are 4-1. and one. Who throws for more yards in that football game, Chubba Purdy or Tate Rodemaker? Oh, blowout win. That's how I feel about that football See, game. Lizzie's like, get that walk on in there. Get that walk on. Go, Gino. Let's go. Then the big one. Mac Brown's never beaten Florida State. It has unbelievable ruined many a Saturday, Saturday evening for him. But this time around, with revenge on the mind and a talented quarterback at the helm, Chapel Hill will host North Carolina, Florida State, TBA on the game time. Knowles fall for the second time on the season before heading to the bye week and move to four and two. Mac Brown, after this game, will still be waiting for his first win over Florida State as a head coach. Not happening. 
We're going to go into that building. Who cares what time they kick it? And we're going to beat North Carolina. One loss on the season so far. You and I are going to have a side wager on this, and I'd like to bet it today. <laughs> You're crazy. Bye week comes, and we're 4-2. and two. Tom has us at 5-1 and one right. and cruising to a UMass game. Walt Bell, mm. not all jobs are created equal, Walt. You can't always say yes to any old job. It doesn't turn out to uh, work out in your favor if you win all of one game in four years. Uh, and I don't think they're winning this one. Florida State hosts UMass in front of mm, roughly 15,000 fans. And the Noles went big. Run away from UMass. All the walk-ons get in on this one. That's win number five for the Noles. Who has more receiving yards, Jordan Young or Jackson West? Jackson West over the middle. I'm glad we had the bye for this game. So the first down we will Noles. be prepared for UMass. I can believe that. All right, so you got us at 6-1. and one. I got us at 5-2. and two. We head to Clemson. It's not for the faint of heart. Wuhan Dabo with a point to prove. Runs it up big on the Knolls and crestfallen is Florida State as they come on back home and lose game number three for me on the year. You have them losing just their second game in this Yeah, week. Tigers versus Paper Tigers a little bit here. Yeah. But that's okay. Still a lot of momentum. Six and two. That signing class is going to be great, everybody. I'm five and three at this point. But here we go. Here we go. Needing just one win to secure a bowl. Does it happen on November the 6th against NC State and Doe Campbell Stadium? No, it doesn't. Oh. No, it doesn't. Florida State falls in a squeaker, a devastating loss. Devastating loss. Oh, this is a tough game. You talk about the maturity level. I think they've been preparing for NC State for three weeks now. Yeah, the bye week, UMass and Clemson. They weren't doing prep for UMass or Clemson. They were worried about NC State. We are prepared for this football game. Dave Dorn goes down. In Tallahassee, we are now seven and two. Jeez, Louise, pie in the sky. Tom Lang over here, drinking it up. I uh, have that as a loss. I have us at five and four. Miami comes to Doe Campbell. My hatred firmly intact of the Canes. Really not a matchup that favors Florida State in any way, shape, or form. I do feel like there's a chance, a significant chance. That Manny has lost control of the team. They've begun to spiral. Derek King looking on to whatever deals he can make on the side since he's not going to be a pro quarterback. I don't know. Outside shot that they're in shambles and the upset happens. But I'll take Miami here and we're 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, I think this is a 7-3. and three. Unfortunate way to end the home slate for the season. But this is where eventually the attrition mm. is uh, going to rear its head. Rear its head, I should say. I mean, that NC State game is going to be physical on the heels of a Clemson game that we're going to get up for and just get yeah. dismissed. Mm -hmm. This is the dog days of the season. Why was the bye week before UMass? I will be asking that week as well. From the heavens, you'll be screaming. No, I mean... To the heavens, you'll be screaming. Hopefully that's, not from the heavens. That would be sad. Well, then it would really be the Lang Memorial yeah, Champions Yeah, that's Club. correct. I'll damn sure make it happen, buddy. You can count on it. I won't know the difference. You won't. Miami, you have us a loss. All right. We pick ourselves up by the bootstraps and head to Boston in November where the weather will be beautiful. November 20th. Forget about it. I'm at this game. I'm podcasting with T. Lizzie. Ooh. We're doing this thing. Florida State beats Boston College oh. on the road. They show their medal. They show how tough they are. They have too much speed for BC. And the Knowles get the win. It's a close one, like a lot of these wins will be. 
But that's win number six, and we're going Ooh, bowling, buddy. baby. There you you go. got it as win number eight, or do you have it as well? I have it as a win. We Ooh. One last time. This is one last time. Muscle up, boys. The weather's going to be a little bit cool. 24 oh, to 20. It's nice. Cool the race day. to 24. Let's we get go. there. Let's go. I love it. And then we fall in Gainesville to Florida to close out the year. Six and six campaign is what I have for W's and L's today. Wins and losses. Six and six go the Knowles with an eye on seven wins if they can pull an upset against either Miami or NC State. Yeah. Or, hell, if they want to get it out of the way this Sunday night. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good showing. But this is where it reminds me of the 2010 Knowles that you just run out, you run of, out of help gash. in the trenches. Not and so, therefore, 8-4. and four, But Mullen's team has been disappointing. And so, therefore, the, the conversation in the fourth quarter is, boy, which program is in better shape in the long haul? And they're going to say Florida State on that broadcast, and they're going to be right. T-Spark Enterprises Roofing and Construction, friends of the Jeff Cameron Show, and we can vouch that they do great work. My roof was put on by the fine folks at T-Sparks. Tom Lang is working with them directly on his first house right now. It's a beautiful thing. I trusted them with my first home. That's right. So if you're looking for experienced uh, and talent and diversity and the ability to be a general contractor as well, they can help you out. It's my friends at T-Spark. Give them a call today, 850-766-1340. Jeff Cameron Show, 93. Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Quick update here before we wrap up the program. Want to make sure you guys get to hear this before we get to probables. Uh, really, I think this is going to to be a touch of class, and I actually think they should do this permanently, Tom. And I, I wonder if they will. Uh, this first part here, of course, there will be tributes to Coach Bowden, rightfully so, before this game on Saturday. You'll notice several things in honor of Coach Bowden. Uh, Florida State's uh, program will celebrate the life of Coach Bobby Bowden in a number of ways throughout the season. Each back helmet bumper, the white that comes down under Tom, we got a helmet right over there. We got a helmet with the Jeff Cameron Show logo on it. That's Florida State helmet. If you flip it over to the back, you'll see that white part that I'm talking about. That's correct. I, I can't show that because it's the previous station of employment. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, anyhow. Uh, Matthew's got the graphics up on StreamYard, though. Yeah, the back uh, bumper will feature Coach Bowden's signature in garnet on that white background. That is classy. That is good. It's a good signature, too. Oh, it's a great signature, and I really uh, I think they should just permanently do that. That's a good look, a really good look. And uh, I like that. They'll have each coach's polo will have uh, the Coach Bowden patch on one of the sleeves as well. On the field, the uh, Coach Bowden logo with the hat and Bobby's signature will be painted on each 25-yard line as well, uh, opposite the ACC logos. In the south end zone, a tribute banner with the same logo will be installed over the area that was previously occupied by the marching chiefs before their move to the north end zone. So uh, a lot of permanent changes and a lot of different things you'll see each week, but some of these will remain uh, throughout the course of the season. So that's really cool. This logo of the hat and the signature on the field, that most certainly needs to be permanently part of the field if it's his namesake. If it's Bobby Bowden Field, then that logo needs to be there forevermore, and I hope it is. Yeah, I, I especially love the thing on the back bumper of the of the helmet. I, I think that, to me, more than anything else, is, is just 
with the garnet, that'll be classy. That'll look good. All right, let's do these probables. Get these uh, games and probables brought to you by our friends at North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today at NorthFloridaPayroll.com. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? Game already underway between the Cardinals and the Reds. The St. Louis Cardinals lead the Cincinnati Reds 5-4 in the sixth inning. That game was started by Miles Mikulis. Yes. Wade Miley started for the Reds. Rockies Rangers underway. That game won nothing. Texas in the second. Kyle Freeland, Kohei Arihara going for the Rangers. We got Padres D-backs underway. That uh, Oh, not underway. A little bit later this afternoon. Excuse me. You Darvish going for the Padres. Oh, by the way, there he is. Luke Weaver, baby. Going for the D-backs. You thought Luke Weaver was out of the league. It just turns out he was in Arizona. Astros and Mariners. Jake Odorizzi, Logan Gilbert. Cards, Reds, Game 2. J.A. Happ. Sonny Gray. Orioles, Blue Jays. Matt Harvey still in the league. Inexplicably. The Orioles have won a grand total of 41 games. Ouch. 41. It's September 1st, folks. 41. Harvey's lost 14 of them with an ERA over six. He's lost a lot of million dollars, too, because he's an ass. Steven Matt's going to pitch for the Jays. These are all ex-Mets. All ex-Mets out here (laughs) getting after it. Yankees, Angels, Garrett Cole. And this guy for the Angels, whose name is Packy Naughton. Yes. What? All right, Packy Naughton. We've needed somebody. A lot of these guys are nondescript with their names. I love it. Did you call Packy? Get Packy on the phone. Packy who? Packy Naughton. A's, Tigers, James Caparillan. Something like that. It's Caparillan, don't you understand? Wiley Peralta goes for the Tigers. Red Sox, Rays, Rays, steady bending the Red Sox over. Chris Sale will go for Boston tonight. Should have give them a chance. Okay. To get, sorry about that. Drew Rasmussen going for the race. Indians, Royals, Logan Allen. That was a bit aggressive. Sorry about They're that. Really out of nowhere. Well, they just killed them every time they played. I felt like Will Ferrell in the beginning of old school. Like, whoa. Logan Allen goes what? for the Indians. Royals are going to go with Jackson Kowar. Cubs, Twins, Justin Steele, Joe Ryan. I just heard myself say it. I realized guys driving down the road. Pirates, White Sox. Max Kranich going against Carlos Rodon. We've got the Brewers, Giants, Fred Anderson, Kevin Gosman. Max Fried goes for the Braves. The Dodgers will throw. Max Scherzer. Phillies, Nats, Aaron Nola, Paulo Espino. Apollo. Paolo. Paolo. Oh, Paolo. Paolo. <laughs> Marlins, Mets has been postponed. It would have been played, and it would have been Zach Thompson versus Carlos Carrasco, but alas... And that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. Hey, is that uh, the Devontae Love Taylor show, uh, Trench Talks, tonight, isn't it? Oh, it was on Monday. Oh, it was on Monday. I missed it. I bet it was good, though. What? I'll tell you what is tonight. I bet it was good. Tonight at 6 p.m. is a Wake Up War Chant live chat happening right here on War Chant TV. Just after 6 p.m., Corey and Aslan will go live. All right. So W's and L's, I had six and six. Tom has them going eight and four, running away with it, finishing second in the Atlantic, top 15 team. My goodness gracious. Bullish on the Knowles. Uh, That's Tom. That's Matt. You're you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be well.